0: Welcome to Chest Hair Friday on a Wednesday This is Brent Rosen and I'm sitting with Cypher Who is one of the contributors from the Chest Hair Friday zine If you have been enjoying the podcast, please subscribe Don't forget to give us a review on iTunes And thank you again for tuning in Cypher, how
1: are you this afternoon, buddy? I'm good, man. How you feeling? I've been alright. How you been? Ah, Good, man. Just uh, doing a little traveling uh, Staying busy Where have you been traveling? Um, Just mostly back and forth to L.A. Um, Partying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) What what is bringing you out to L.A.? Um, uh, Just been working with G-Eazy. He's a good friend of mine for way, way back. So we've been working on music together and... Just kinda of catching up and stuff like that. He's working on a new album. I don't know if I can say the name yet. <laughs> you probably can't, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's really good. It got some, it's a lot of it's a lot of good stuff on there. So,
0: you know, you, you mentioned that you've been out recording some music in Los Angeles and right. you are so you are a rapper. Right. You were also a painter. Correct. But for Chester Friday, you were a <laughs> photographer. Correct. So, <laughs> I have to tell you, man. You are uh, you've checked pretty much every box on the creative stuff I can do thing.
1: I mean, who said you can't do everything?
0: <laughs> who said that? So, I think the story of how we met is is funny and worth telling. And you can kind of uh, I'll start and I'll let you finish. Right. But we were uh, we were at a party at Ashley Longshore's right. gallery, right, right. and I think you were introduced to me as some sort of African-American Jew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which got me really excited, because anytime I can talk about uh, the chosen people with, uh, with someone, it is always fun. And how did you, uh, so how did all that come up?
1: No, man, um, I went to Tulane, and we, uh, we, we, we hung out with a lot of the Jewish kids over there, and um, Ae pie and stuff like that. I, I want to say that was like uh, 2008, 2009, maybe. And um, it was some, it was some good years, man. Some good fun years. We got to go to Shabbat for the first time and just learn a lot about Jewish culture and stuff like that. So you know, I became a uh, I wouldn't say officially, but you know, honorary An honorary man. member? Yeah. It was a lot of, it, it was a lot of partying, a lot of good a lot of good times, man. A lot of good times. And you said that uh you've been out recording with G Eazy. Right. Who is
0: G Easy? And how did y'all meet?
1: Uh we met around that same time, probably like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Or maybe two thousand eight. I can't remember. Um and uh a friend of ours, Al uh he kicks it with uh he kicks it with currency a lot. Regal Al. he uh Regal Al? Regal Al, Yeah, he got the sickest clothing line. And um he uh, brought us to the video shoot, excuse me. Uh, and then we met, we just clicked. And then um he hit me on one time like yo let's do a record, let's record. And then from there it's just been nonstop. Like every um probably like the first three or four projects he put out uh, we were on. And um after that. We just did a few songs together, like uh, we did, I think it was Run, and then it was uh, I Don't Believe You. And after that, stuff just got crazy for him, like you know, like it just just got insane. And uh, we've been working a lot uh, together lately as of now. Me, him, and Ombre Perkins, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. I'm not. Who is she? She's a singer from here, and uh, she works with Kelani a lot and tours with her and stuff like that. She has a project coming out, and we have a couple records on her project. It'll be really good. It's a good thing It'll be some big records. So, um, yeah. Just and, and as far as the music, you know, just staying busy. I've been dropping my projects. Three P Set.
0: Yeah. Since uh I've, since we met, right? You have dropped how many three. sort of
1: different sets? Is it three now? Well, I dropped Drug Dealer Blues first, and then Three P Set Volume One, Three P Set Volume Two, and I'm gonna drop the third one probably at the end of this month, maybe July, around that time. So, you know, something like that. So just trying to stay consistent with the music and you know in my own way and and um just just keep working man you know what i mean like just moving So what's the
0: you write a lot of songs it seems like right. you're able to put out a lot like so what what's your process how do you get into songwriting
1: It just it just comes to you you know what i mean like i could be anywhere and like an idea come to me and I just record it on my phone or something or like you know sometimes i just you know I like to write, so I would literally write stuff down, just stick it in my pocket, you know, stuff like that, because I am I break phones, like, you any, guys, <laughs> any, anybody that know me for longer than six years, i go through, like, 10 phones a year, so, um, it, I just get inspired by anything, man. you know what I mean, like, anything inspires me, anything, any and everything, like, especially, like, with social media, you know, I see a lot of stuff online, I watch a lot of movies, so... This anything can inspire me. I have a friend,
0: his name is Willie Breeding, <laughs> and Willie is a uh, country musician. Okay. And Willie and I were talking about his songwriting and how he likes to work, and he told me that he really only listens to hip hop. Right. Because when he listens to other country or rock music, it kind of gets into his head right. and influences his writing. I like to listen to different music too. So what, what do you do? You try to stay away from other rap and hip hop, or no. do you mix I it mean, all in? What I, What kind of music do you listen to?
1: I think it's, it's, I feel like music is is if it's good music, it's feelings. So it all has a, it all has those different moments. So like sometimes I get in the car, or I'm I'm walking, or you know I'm catching the streetcar, I'm on a plane, wherever I'm going. Um, no matter where I'm at, uh, I'm always in it, like a different mood, you know. So uh, it could be anything. It could be R&B, some old 90s R&B. It could be Etta James. It could be some old blues. It could be like today I woke up, I just wanted to listen to Tupac. You know what I mean? I just felt like listening to Tupac, "All Eyes on Me." You know what I mean? And then I switched to Biggie, and then I, w- I went back to Tupac. That's just how I was feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, the kind of the whole buffet. Yeah, and then I got inspired by some of the stuff that they were saying, and like you know. A lot of things inspire me, I guess because I paint, I rap, you know, I'm visual, I'm here, you know. Yeah, and, and,
0: yeah. well, in talking about the visual side, so you and I had lunch, I don't know, it's been like six months ago.
1: No, time is flying, bro. Time is is flying, bro. And uh,
0: I asked you, because I knew you had painted and I knew you were, you know, artistic, if there was anything you might want to contribute to the first zine. And you, I remember you like smiled really big. You are like, actually, I got these three cameras <laughs> right. that I've been trying to do something with for years and for years. So, when did you that. take these pictures the first time?
1: Um, I want to say like four years ago. Four three, years ago, three four years ago, something like that. And um, it, 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 it's that same thing, like I just said. I I don't know if I saw something or what, but I was like, I want to take photos this this time I go to L.A. because I'm you know I've been going to the west. I have been going to the West Coast a lot at this point. And probably since, like, 2010, uh, I've been going to the West Coast, like, a lot back and forth. San Francisco, L.A., San Francisco, L.A. Get out there, ride around different places. But for some reason, this sounds like I have to get cameras. I have to get cameras, like... And why did you choose in... <clears throat> when was this? The early two, t-
0: 2010s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, it's so hard to talk about these decades. These early <laughs> 2010s, the... That you wanted to go with black and white, 35 millimeter disposable cameras.
1: Because I, uh, I know I didn't want to do color. And I'm like, well, I'm not a photographer. Like, I'm not about to go edit these photos and you know do all this. Like, I'm, honestly, I'm not. You know, I just want to take photos. You know, I was hoping this shit came out good because I definitely didn't think it would come out good. But I couldn't decide between the disposables and, and the black and white. And when I saw the black and white, I had never saw those before. Oh, it's pretty cool because I feel like in New Orleans they only had like waterproof cameras, the Kodak, the Fuji. That was it, you know. That was yeah, the, that's the wheel. Yeah, like you know, you might get like they got some old exposures from that '90s era when there was a being in New Orleans that probably got some crazy colors on there that look that'll look really cool now and people will go crazy for. It. So I feel like the black and white would give me that old feeling. And did you? really thought had you learned photography ever did you ever take a photography class or did no. you just
0: want to point and click and go
1: no I've never took a photography class I, I've always um, I, I would do book reports as a kid and know um, I would catch uh, Street streetcar a lot as a kid also and take photos and you know stuff like that and what's crazy is like I, I think I still have it but I had to do a book report on all the confederate statues that they just got taken down really and I have like pictures of it from when I'm in like 7th grade and it's crazy that, you know, I don't know, how. 15 years later, it's like they're gone. Yeah. That's a, you got to find those. Yeah. Those would be neat to put on an album cover <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like just me as a kid, bro. Because like, I remember I was at McDonald's 24. So yeah, I was, that was seventh grade. hmm And had you, what? what did you
0: find while you were out there? You know, there's a lot of pictures of cars and, right. and some things like that. <laughs> what was it that made you stop and take the pictures you took?
1: They all made me get excited. You know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, I guess I'm, by me being an individual person, I get excited by, like, seeing cool stuff. So, like, if I saw, like, a, you know, it's just not, it's not New Orleans. It's not the same stuff I see every day. So, I guess... The simple things are to p- some people, like, excited me, like, just a great car, just parked here in great condition that runs, boom, this picture, like, oh, this this magazine stand, just whatever, you know, just with all, you know, some of the things that's in there.
0: One of the ones that you took, it was a photo of a basketball court over a garage. Right, like, right. What,
1: what did you see when you saw that one? Uh, it, You know what I you I'm know, thinking about fucking, uh, what is it? Step by step. When they had the, bat- and the show would come on, with um, Allen Dick. Oh yeah. They had a basketball goal out front, and it also made me think about hanging with Mr. Cooper, like old shows from when I was a kid. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's tight, you know, basketball the goal. Basketball goal out in California. Over the, you know, over the. Uh, over the, the garage. garage. So I took that photo. Yeah, I guess there aren't really garages in New Orleans. Uh yeah, but something about that one just made me be like, okay, that's tight. One of the ones
0: I really liked was the shopping cart with the trash in it. What brought that one on?
1: <laughs> it just reminded me of something that would be on a movie. I feel like it was placed right there.
0: Did you get a sense of, like, while you are walking around in L.A., everything was kind of a movie, and so things you were shooting were just, like, you were, you were seeing old entertainment flashbacks?
1: <laughs> uh, kind of, so, yeah, yeah. So, really, you just sort of
0: wandered L.A. taking pictures... Rap lyrics running through your head, right, whatever yeah. kind of caught your your eye. Headphones, you yeah,
1: listen to music, stuff like that. Yeah. So, how many pictures did you take total while you were out there? Um, I think each row had like thirty something, so probably like almost eighty something photos. I think.
0: And how many days were you out there? Two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Two That's weeks. right. It's the title of the article. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks in LA. I swear, I read my own publication. <laughs> it's two weeks. Yeah. What was that trip for? Was that a tour?
1: No, it was just for fun. Like me and uh, me and my friend Gavin, homie Gavin, we went out there at the time. And um, a good friend of ours, Kiana. She's it was her thirtieth birthday, so we just went out there and we just kicked it and just went everywhere. I think I'm trying to remember. Uh, it was something else going on out there, maybe the Espies or something like that. But yeah, it was just a good time, man. It was, a, it, was it was a really good time. A lot of the pictures that did get picked were really really good too. You know, it's just uh, I felt like we just had a lot to work with. <laughs> we did. It.
0: We could we could do <clears throat> multiple. Right. Two weeks is in LA. Yeah, uh, we I mean, sent the cameras off, by the way, to the indie film lab. I want to tell tell those guys thank you and hello.
1: I want to send some more. I have another roll from the last, not this one at this time, but the trip before. And I think I got. I, I think I really, I really feel like I got some good stuff on this one. Do You have know any of them paparazzi pics from y'all out partying? Uh, I may have got some stuff like that. I know I got some stuff from the last video shoot. Some behind the scenes stuff people I know they'll love to see. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, we'll send those off soon.
0: <laughs> we'll get uh, we'll get our buddies back in back in Indy to take care of
1: it. Yeah, man, for sure. I think that'll be great because uh, they came. I think what they did with the photos came out really good, simple, clean. It just made it, you know look. They made it look great. Yeah, those guys are they're absolute pros. For uh, for
0: people in New Orleans, where could they have seen you perform over the
1: years in different in different ways? Um, well, I haven't performed in a while, but the la- I, th- I feel like the last thing I did, we uh, we did Voodoo Fest, and um, before that, just like a bunch of different small clubs around New Orleans, when I was still in, I was in a music group at one point, too, and um, we would, did, like, House of Blues, Big Mama's Lounge, like, different little spots, uh, did Dragon's Den, you know, so like that. Did you play
0: instruments as well as... Um,
1: a little bit of saxophone. A little bit of saxophone. Do you yeah. learn that when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah, I picked that up as a kid. But I feel I haven't played in a while, but um, I feel like it's something that, you know, you could always... I feel like I, I was really good at it when I was young, and I feel like, you know, if I picked it up and just... Did you play in a marching band? No, I never played in a band. It was always just like recitals and school stuff, solo stuff like that. I took a little piano lessons, but... I don't know. I I, f- I faked out. I got nervous and thought it wasn't cool or something like that. And, <laughs> and I stopped doing it. But I wish I would have. I would have. I would have kept. Uh, you know, playing piano because it would have helped me now doing music and yeah, being kinda... able to produce and stuff like that. So you know, as a kid, you don't know like what's gonna matter. Yeah, what's gonna matter to you? <laughs> did,
0: you did you you went to an arts focused school, didn't you? Or you were involved in a, an after school um, art program?
1: My, my, in the '90s, my grandmother and my uncle and this lady named Jana, they kind of like, I guess started Yaya. You know, maybe the lady Jana kind of started, then brought my grandmother on. Not really, really sure. But uh, what yeah. is
0: Yaya? Just for people that aren't. From it was the world.
1: It, um for me as, as a kid. It was like this this art this. It was kind of like an after school art school, you know, for kids. That uh, just were really, really, really great at art and doing different arts and designing fabrics <laughs> for chairs and paint murals and just whatever you could think of. Wood carving, you know, painting chairs. Um, this it was just a, for me as a kid, it, it was just so insane. You know, it was nothing like it. And you know, they got to travel the world. You know, different places. Um, Japan. So Where did that, you go? Uh, I, actually, I was so scared to fly. I didn't go on any of the trips but uh my you know, grandmother you, would always bring are you me. You not afraid over. to fly now? No, 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 not anymore. But like again, that's something I wish I was like, ah oh. well, that'd did, have been so great. Do you, you have a big imagination when you were a kid? Is that what I think it was would afraid me to fly and it's stupid now. But I think I saw La Bamba with Jimmy, the guy, he's a singer, and um he never would fly, he never would fly and then he one night it was freezing snow and he flipped heads and tails. Boom! He got the flight. He had the flight. The crazy weather and boom! He didn't make it.
0: What was that? That was the La Bamba. Yeah, the yeah, music yeah.
1: guy. Rich, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich, Richie Valens Richie Richie Valentine or something like that. <laughs> I, I love remember. that neither
0: of us know. Rich, I
1: know his name was Richie, though. And
0: what's the day the music died is about that song because uh, Buddy Holly was on that plane too, wasn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I think he was. He was. It, people who are older than us are probably like throwing up right now. Because I mean, yeah. Have, I mean, we have no fun. understanding.
1: Of, I mean, of I, don't, I can't know everything, man. Yeah. You know. Like, <laughs> I mean, you gotta relax. But yeah, that movie. I think it traumatized me as a kid, and I was like, I don't want to fly. How this old shit. were you? <sighs> I mean, that movie's older than me. Yeah. But I, the first time I saw it, I had to be like nine, yeah, I, eight, something I had like a, that.
0: I had a real active imagination when I was a kid, too. I had all these crazy fears. <laughs> Just because like when you're a nine-year-old kid, you don't know shit. Like, it was crazy. Like it was, you get older and you learn about stuff, and it makes your imagination tamer, I think. I feel
1: like that was the only thing, though, because I would do other dumb shit like climb trees, the biggest trees, and try to swing from branch to branch at least 15 feet in the air. So... You watching Tarzan? Yeah, man. Like you know, you just when you're a kid, you feel invincible. You know, life happens, and then you lose that. So that you were you were
0: here after Katrina, and you've been involved in a lot of like what's been going on with the art scene, the fashion scene. Uh, yeah. What what have you seen in the last you know five seven years that has really made New Orleans become such a kind of hot spot for young people in
1: entertainment? Um, I feel like just The the influx of Different people from different cities Wanting to come here and see You know people just come and talk about it And say oh I had such a good time You know it's it's nice it's quiet it's low key and, You know it has this crime and shit Like that but everywhere it does But um, it's, it's a cool city It has culture And hopefully like it, it won't lose that culture You know what I mean Because it's once it I feel like once it loses culture, then it's just going to be another one of those cities. Just
0: anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is going on with New Orleans losing its culture?
1: I mean, it's with anything. Is it happening, or is it maybe going to happen? Um, I'm not sure. I feel like I'm I'm not either. That's why I'm asking. I I really have no idea. I feel like I see something as a person, somebody from New Orleans. I see some things, and it's like, oh, that's kind of watered down now, but. I mean, I feel like that's what you have to, you have to you ask people who say, that, oh, I don't want to lose my culture, or I don't want my city to lose its culture. You got like, to gotta continue to always keep it going. You got to always continue to you know, represent New Orleans and love being from New Orleans and be proud of being from New Orleans. Like, I feel like the world loves New Orleans, but New Orleans don't love New Orleans.
0: Take one thing from L.A. and put it New Orleans, what would it be? Nothing. <laughs> tacos. Tacos. <laughs> you know, as I, I just got back from Austin and I have to tell you,
1: <laughs> tacos is something we can work on. You know, but no, nah, nothing man cuz I I like LA for for what it is I, and I love home for what it is. You know, every in every other place I go, I like Albuquerque. People were like, "What? You like Albuquerque?" I went to Albuquerque, stayed out there for for a little bit, and this was like on one uh Way, way back towards, like, shit. We was in the 16 passenger van. And um, what happened? We stayed out there for a couple of days, and I'm like, oh man, you know, we rode around, went to a few places. Hung out with people like, oh, this is cool. I could chill out here. I get old. I could just come out here and kick it. Hot like, in Albuquerque. Is there, a, there are a lot of artists in Albuquerque, aren't there? I'm not sure. I don't really know anything about it. But that one time I went, I, I really enjoyed myself. Like of
0: all the places you've been, Albuquerque is the one that stands out the most?
1: No, it's not the one. But I feel like it's one of those places I could just go hide out and, and just like paint and record music and chill. And I would like to be out there. You know what I mean? Like It's peaceful. Yeah, it's peaceful. I like to chill a lot. You know what I mean? And it's not the country, but it's, it's, it's out the way.
0: It's yeah. the desert,
1: isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of the desert. I like, but right. I, like I said, it gets cool at night. It gets real cold at night. I like to like the cold weather. I like it, like, you know, breezy and warm in the day, so. Cactuses? The cactuses and shit. It's a lot of land out there. You could get kidnapped and... In, in then Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, I like Albuquerque. Where, uh... I like Austin, too. Yeah, I had a
0: good time in Austin. Right. We have a podcast with uh, Taylor Tehan, who's a musician that I'm okay. friends with from there. Right. He kind of gave me a whole tour. That's a neat town. They've yeah. they've really got a lot of music that is. You can walk around in Austin, and each, there'll be four clubs on four yeah. corners, and one will have R and B, one will have some crazy eighty shit, no. another one will be country, and one will be like death metal. Uh,
1: yeah, and I, and I feel like I feel like New Orleans would be. I, I like sometimes. The old um, what's that movie Midnight in Paris? Yep. Like how they had the you know the music scenes kind of playing like that. I feel like New Orleans should have a couple, couple places like that, a couple little you know smooth little laid back spots where you can just kind of hear a different type of you know brass. Yeah. And yeah, I'm thinking some nice real breeze. chill, yeah. kind of like. Remember uh, you're thinking about velvet sight, aren't you? Yeah, real velvet. A lot of yeah. velvet, yeah. and not and not so much velvet, but just like a real dim lit. Ladies singing real smooth, but real smooth, guys playing, you know, on a snare and, you know, stuff like that. Just the,
0: uh, the, br- the brushes, not, <laughs> yeah, the, not you know, the actual sticks. Exactly, like the fan brushes, and, you know. <laughs> like,
1: so I feel like New Orleans should have a few places like that. But like I said, I could, they probably are places that I just haven't yeah, know, seen. Yeah,
0: yeah. Whenever they, uh whenever you get your record deal you can
1: open one <laughs> you can call it Sifes nah no. Nah. you can
0: get a big old piano in there
1: I definitely would though I definitely would I, I definitely hope and I want to you know get, get my opportunity to like put my put a big influence on the city and like do things I think are cool for the city and and um, you know show people my ideas in a, in a bigger way and I, I definitely would love to open a spot like I think that would be cool uh, food places you know whatever you know whatever, whatever it may be whatever's possible, you know, because I feel like anything is possible. Yeah. I've seen some crazy stuff happen in my life, so... Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to go that route and try that out. <laughs> so, Saif, where can people see your art? Um, right now, I'm not showing anywhere, but um, like I said, you follow me on my Instagram. I try to keep it... I try to blend it in. A lot of my music, a lot of my art, you know, the uh, f- photos I may take here and there. And um, that's uh, My Instagram is At Jesus Sife uh, The link in my bio Is the link to my, my SoundCloud and my music um, Also my Twitter Is the same thing At Jesus Sife So people can see it On your Instagram <laughs> Yep My art is on my Instagram My Twitter Like I said both Are at Jesus Sife um, My music Right now is I just have a, uh, The three piece set On SoundCloud um, The Drug Did the Blues Is also on SoundCloud I'm going to be Re-releasing that um, Coming up soon um, remastered, you know, a few new tracks on it, so uh, I've been working on a lot of videos for that, and just, you know, just painting and getting ready, you know, to uh, just continue to stay busy and put out some more art music.
0: Right on. Well, Cypher, I appreciate you stopping sure. by today. Yeah. It's, it was great having you in the zine. It's I been yeah. great hanging out for the last few months. Right. this should be fun. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to keep doing fun things together, I'm sure. When uh, So you'll have a new three-piece set coming out soon.
1: Yeah, hopefully end of June.
0: And then you're going to do July. a... June, July. And then you're going to do an art show. when Yeah,
1: I'm going to do an art show. I'm, I want to I wanna say August, September, but it may be in October. So sometime... Between those three I haven't decided yet Sometime between now And the end of the year Yeah 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 Sometime between now And the end of the year Hey Aim Aim wide Yeah man Because I feel like You can't I feel like with my art I shouldn't always I don't want to be Always just doing shows Doing shows Doing shows Doing shows shows. Because I like to take my time Just because I'm doing other stuff And uh, you know I like to kind of now I got kind of, I got of different ideas of how I want to do my art. Like my first, you know, I, This will be my first show by myself. Gotcha. Like, just me. Besides the one I did last October when I pre- previewed, like, Drug Dealer Blues and I had a few art pieces around uh, the music studio um, over at the parlor, which is a beautiful studio. So I feel like this will be my first art show by myself. I feel like awesome. I, know, I know a few more people. You know, the, um, I've been... A, I've been trying a lot of different things creatively wise, and you know, I've been using a lot of big, doing a lot of really big, big pieces. So I'm excited about that. Yeah,
0: ready to see, ready yeah. to see what what people think. I like <laughs> it. Well, Seif, as always, yeah, we'll talk soon. Sure. Uh, thank y'all for listening, and we will be back next week.